Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, Brett's on his way to Happy Valley in the I-17 this morning because it is Operation Hydration Thursday. The donation location for Operation Hydration is Happy Valley and the I-17. We don't go out to you folks too often, so now's your time to shine. Uh, the Safeway, uh, you can drop off a case of water and help us out. I think this is great. And uh, this year, more than ever, because a lot of people are and – and, and usually when the economy does all this kind of craziness, the people who suffer are the charities. Like that's the first thing that uh, – you know, everybody's mad at rich people, but that's the first thing they start cutting back on, especially now that the write-offs for charities are less than they used to be. They're still there for some of them, but like you don't get what you used to get for that. They're still big, by the way. You can still do that. And that's – and always things are more expensive. That's always bothers me about uh, write-offs. Is that people like when because uh, you know you start hanging around people who are have some money, and you realize that most of their wives are on the board of something, and you realize why. And they all they like inevitably. I have friends who's like, well, we're on the board for the Save the Puppy Feet blah, blah, blah. Foundation, yeah. and. And I'm having a get-together, a soiree this weekend over at the Phoenician. They spend like $300,000. A lot of black tie to balls. Raise, to, raise, to, to raise their 20, but they can write all that off. And I'm like – and I, I've asked my friend, I'm like, would you guys be doing this charity stuff if it wasn't for the tax kick later because you make a ton of money? And they're like, of course, it's our passion. And I'm like, did you do it before? Ah, right. We didn't have the opportunity. Oh, you sure is – did you just weren't in charge of the opportunity what they really like is being the face of it because then everybody else pats them on the back if you can do it in front of two or three hundred of your peers and and outbid somebody on a charity auction and that's you're a do-gooder man i'm always happy just a dick swing contest i'm always happy when a charity does great 
uh, like especially ones I like. Some of them are crooked and nasty. It's money. There's always going to be a few. I'm always happy when they do well. I'm always happy at whatever it took to get there. But there is the moment of cringe every once in a while when you see that it's for the person putting the thing together more than it is the end result. And it's like, didn't we do a great – wasn't this an amazing evening? I'm like, yeah, it's great. You guys raised a lot of money. It, and beyond that, I mean, the host was incredible, and he did this as a favor. And we got this place for like 45000 And I'm like, you rented 45000 You could have just asked. And I'm like – and so charities are the ones that take the hit when the economy goes. There was people who are like, I can't afford that. i got to keep my money in my pocket. I can't donate freely, but – the write-offs, the write-offs for the wealthy, I have to wonder, would they do it if it wasn't tax-deductible? How much did that help charities? A lot. Oh, it had to be Huge. everything to them. Well, I've always liked everything. your line that you had a few years ago when you were talking to Chuck, and it might have been with the Humane Society gals. Yeah. I want to put you out of business. Yeah, that's because it. Because your charity, me putting you out of business, means you've done we, your we job. We cured it. Can Succeeded. we you've done your job? Can we put a dent in it at least? Right. I right. say that all the time. With, I'm going to Lost Our Home later, and I'm like – and. and the happiest days ever for them and me. We go in and they're like the the kitten room, the cat room's empty. Right. I'm like that's incredible. Like if we could stop now, then we only have dogs and we're right. done. No, nope, next. And week you guys we'll are out of it. And then it's loaded the next week because yep. people are stupid and perpetually going to ruin this. It's never ending. And some people see that as like a. Cha- We've done charity work where we stopped doing it because the money we gave them went to expanding their property. We're going to do a construction thing and make even more room. And I'm like, so you're not trying to shrink. You're trying to grow. That bugs me. I want a charity that's like, we don't need this room anymore. Shut it down. When the Humane Society emptied out its entire uh, shelter, they did a big picture. And Bretta called me. She goes, we're almost to the goal. I'm like, what? She goes, your goal of putting us out of business. And look at this. We emptied one. And and it was going on a lot during COVID. And, of course, now people are like, i got to go back to work. Yeah. I don't like this thing anymore. I'm going to give it back. And then you get a little uptick in people giving them back. Mm. But I like when that – I like when charities do well. I, I like when they're having their moments. And, we, and that's why I like these grassroots ones. I always think a charity's better when they're like, we raised $15,000 just uh, doing right. our thing than the ones that go, we raised $490,000 from our sponsors. And we had a – well, some of that counts as awareness money. Some of it's built in. Some of it is not counting the – you know the kickback from, you know, when you yeah. went to the Phoenician, you got to you got to cut two hundred grand out of that yeah. because you, it you looks good for the Phoenician. Right. Hold those right. events too. Oh yeah, then against the Phoenician, they, the they're in business too. I just there could be we, some things that could modify on it because a charity, unfortunately, has become big business. Huge. That's why I like this kind of stuff. Brett just rolling out in a truck, saying, "Hey, if you can get us a case of water, that'd be great." You do your part without some sort of a weird accountant involved. We do our part by just dropping it direct. There's nobody in the middle. There's no, you know, uh, we got to take the proceeds. We got to pay our people. We got to make sure we made some money. It bugs me. Because charity should be just straight across, and it's so complicated. When you start getting into it, it's so complicated. I'm not invited to one of my good friends. Uh, uh, they hold events for us. I'm on the board for this and this. And, and another one, one of my friends is forced to be on a board of a charity. Because his position at his work is like, if you're not, want you, to be you have there. got to do this yeah. job. You have to. And he's like, I don't, and you just got to, he just picked one out of a hat. Like, I'll do this. Mainly because he wanted to meet the celebrity that was running it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's good. I guess that's good. They do nice work, but it's like, man, it's, it's all, tough. it's all, but, but yeah, is it's the double-edged sword of, of philanthropy. It's like you're either being super nice or not. Uh, but it's still, in the end, hopefully curing some. I just want to see a dent. That's why I always used to make fun of Jerry Lewis. 
You know, we've raised $60 million this year. $60 million in just a weekend of our telethon. And that's going to go to new sticks. Go to the cure. I didn't. I never saw anything get better. In the, and he's like, over the last 30 years, of course, we've raised well over $14 billion for the people here with, what is it, MS, multiple sclerosis. It's marvelous, isn't it? And here's a kid who's been with me the entire time. And they wheel him out. I mean, he's not any better than he was the first time we met him. But he's got nicer equipment. And that's better sticks. He's got better sticks. In a nicer chair as his disease progresses and just ravages his bones and his insides. When I met you, you were on sticks. Now you're in a chair. Next time you're going to be in a bed. Thanks, Jimmy. He's not getting any better. But at least his equipment's good. But I want to see something get a dent put in it. Last year was probably the most satisfied I've ever been in a charity thing when that drinking team pulled up with that truck and the oh, charity man. said, we don't know what to do with this. we got to make room. Yeah, this covers us for months longer than we expected and you, and you exceed their goals. Lost our home pet rescue. Jody is running on a shoestring and trying the best she can to get things done and she's got to put those events together or she won't get the big donors and she does it and man does she get stuff done and it's just fun to see the humane society is a big operation but every single person there has that same goal i want them out of business that's my goal with charity put them out of business you got to see a dent before it starts making sense that's it so thanks to everybody in advance but this is truly and always has been our grassroots thing. I've said it before. I think what KSLX does with the veterans is great. They're doing a thing right now. I almost donated the other day, but I thought it would look cheesy. I might quietly do it. Just I was gonna. They're doing a thing with uh, wounded veterans and pets. Oh yeah. And I and I read about yeah. it. And I'm like, good on you, uh, Tim and Mark, or Paul. Which one? <laughs> That's good. Neander, Neander Mark, Paul, Neander Neander Mark, and Mark. Tim. You said the station. Tim, Mark, Paul, Neander, Tim, and Tim and Peter, Paul, and Tim <laughs> and Mark. Uh, no, I think that's a great charity there. And I I highly encourage everybody to say, hey, if you're doing something good, I don't care where you work. It shouldn't be about competition at this point. My ratings are engaging conversation. We'll beat them into the ground with radio play. But when they do something good, you got to say so. And those guys, and seriously, if you look it up on their website, I'll give them all the props in the world for this. I think it's great. Uh, KSLX, go there, check out their page. You don't even have to like their show. You can like their show. I don't care. Uh, but that's a really good one. And they're doing a good thing with it. So I'm rooting for them, too. Not in the ratings. I'm going to stomp them into the earth in the radio game. But, you know, if I was playing for the Cubs and the Pirates came up with a great charity, I'd be like, good for them. You should go to the Pirates charity. I think that's kind of a similar thing. Beat you on the field and tip my cap when you're doing something, uh, you know, in the area. I think it's good. Speaking of things being done in the area, I don't know if you're reading between the lines of what's going on here in Phoenix. Uh, The cops... Uh, how, how many job openings do you think we have in this building? Three or four. Uh, you think? Even, I think that might be high. Three morning shows. And, uh, <laughs> well, no, that's not open. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> job openings. Like oh, currently, oh, oh. right now, what do you think we're looking for? We got uh, IT from Marcus. Right. Yeah. We have a, a promotions. Just opening, hired that guy. Just hired the salt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's just right. Filled just hired that. that guy. So there's one that I can. Uh, one for sure. One. Digital for sure. has one, I think. Two, okay, two. And I know we got a guy that's maybe on the digital. Right. So there's two, maybe three. three. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, three. I can think of one for sure that's that's open. Two that probably got filled. So maybe at any given time, this building is three. You know how many the police have in Phoenix? Oh, Just I, Phoenix? I heard that number. Yeah, four hundred and eighty-one openings. Yeah, that means there's four hundred and eighty-one slots available mm-hmm. that are currently unfilled. That means 
That's what they budget. This they is can, what they, they want that. to have yeah. on the streets. Yeah. They have the money to pay them. They're shy. Four hundred and eighty. Then you start looking at what their goal is and police total, like a thousand. They've got half their staff, uh, like hired. They're leaving like crazy. So yesterday, the city council and all of, and this is how you know, defund the police and the cops suck and all this other stuff's going on. They they offered to, the, twenty thousand more a year for cops. Eight to one, they passed it downtown. Yeah. Kate Gallegos is for it. She's super lib. All the righties are for it. Everybody's like, we need police, which scares me because they're basically seeing it with a wink and a smile. It's like, we did it. Right. Now maybe people will want to be cops. They've got nobody coming in. So well, pretty you soon- look at over in L.A., two guys get jumped. Oh, here. They just had that lady get oh, shot yeah. two days yeah. ago. Uh, but the uh, yeah, that L.A. thing was horrible. Yeah. The ambushing's crazy. But the fact of the matter is the cops are the Mohicans right now. We're seeing the last of them. They're disappearing at an amazing yeah. rate. They had to give twenty grand each, and it's politically – a, a landslide. There's nobody on either side saying, oh, we can't do this. for vote. Nobody's mad anymore at the cops. Give them 20 grand more each. Remember how hard it was to pay teachers? It was one meeting. We're like, oh, my God, how many are short? This is why I always tell teachers, start quitting. Look what happened when the cops said, screw it. We're quitting. And nobody came. They gave them 20 grand each, all of them. You, you teachers, keep you stick around. Because, if I, look, if I was... If I wanted to be a police officer and said, here's your bulletproof vest, here's your gun, here's your taser, uh, here's a few of the rules, here's your outfit, here's your car. Now, go. if you screw up, your life's over. Uh, you're probably going to get shot at sometime in your career. Uh, try not to get hit in the head. And uh, nobody's really on your side here legally at all. If you do anything that, uh, you know, you, get, you screw up or do anything bad, it's over. You lose this job. And we're going to pay you this cruddy amount. And then the bank says, we'll pay you the same thing. You never even have to worry right. about wrestling anybody or fighting a meth head. Or if you do, it's uh, out of your pay grade. Nobody's ever going to get mad at you for it. So, Oh, and also the police are like, we're going to train you the best we can, but we're not funded very well. They're funding the tar out of them. So there's something between the lines there that tells me, quietly, the cops are telling the general public, we have no one. And we have got to up the ante. Has there also been um, additional announcements on um like training or falling oh, they're going to put some more money into new it. programs and oh, stuff they have to but they're going to be some more money put into that yeah, but because i haven't heard um too much about that i know they wanted to get to funding first currently there's no one to train yeah there's nobody coming through the pipeline there's a few but not enough they get 480 not in the open. numbers it used to be no it's scary i don't know who wants to be a cop all I the hate- cops i know are going to quit the day they're allowed to quit they're not sticking around extra not only that penzone runs ads on our station yeah. all the time does he we're hiring oh, oh those we're hiring we're ones. hiring yeah. we got to get people out there we need people and i know penzone's not the city but you know who never had that problem was old sheriff joe yeah. arpaio sheriff joe never had anybody that started that pussy patrol posse sir oh yeah my posse got going and stuff nothing ever got it's solved best. but well, you got that uh, firefighter. Uh, yeah, my, my, goat my friend ever. that was humping that goat. <laughs> he was a volunteer. He had volunteers because he was just so crazy. But yeah, it's weird. But I saw that last night, and then you know they're delivering it like, "Hey, that's great." And I'm like, "That's a cry for help." What I just witnessed was a city's cry for help to say, "Uh oh, we're about to go lawless," and everybody sort of knows it. We are undermanned. We have the uh, Granada military basically taking on the UK of criminals. It's crazy. Guardian angels. Again, I go right back to (laughs) teachers. 
Who's been the guy? Who's been your agent of how do you get more money? You start quitting. And the next thing you know, when the, uh, you know, the teachers unions are saying we were 550 teachers short. Nurses, same thing. They start to boost yeah. their pay when there's shortages. You teachers keep showing up to work. You're the problem. Tell your wife to quit today. She and, got, and talk all got, of her friends she's into got it. got three raises thanks to you over the last and few years. <laughs> thanks to me. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Raising my taxes. Just that she never, she never, it's all idle threats from teachers. They never quit. They never quit in groups. Look at the cops. They got to go and say, screw this. She's just one of those altruistic ones that just likes it for the job. Then like I keep, then I, I keep trying to find holes in her in yeah. her game, but now nah, she. If she that's really the truth, it. then she can't complain about the pay. So what she should for do her is, credit, she hasn't. Really. What she should do is give me my money back. Then uh, that's not gonna for her altruistic love happen. of teaching. Uh, there's a lady boy in Thailand who's got that money right now. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Took but if, one of the raises. If it's her. <laughs> If it's her goals to be a teacher and she doesn't care about the pay, it's my goals to be a wealthy man and I want my tax money back. God damn it. Teachers need to quit. And it would cost us more money, but I'm telling you that nobody's complaining about this cop thing. 481 job openings is remarkable when you think about it. When the city's only wanting like 1,000 to 1,200 cops And then what is it like in Gilbert, Mesa, and, you know, they all need. Well, they're all – but yeah. not as much as Phoenix, probably. Well, they had a hiring freeze, and then this whole thing with the cops where they all were like, it's not worth it. And I, I have tons of cop friends. They're all quitting. Yeah. They're all going to quit the day they can collect their quitting. And there's there's this big gap in between where they didn't hire anybody for years, and now nobody's coming up. Like, the, the academies are empty. Well, it wasn't that well, long ago. They were, they were asking them to retire early, a few yeah. of them. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Anyway, so if you're a criminal listening right now... They're down 500 cops. You got it's this place is a candy store. Go crazy. Well, the getting's good. But now for an extra 20 grand, you'll put the ballistic vest on rather than work at the uh It's probably safer to be a cop right now than it is a teacher. I'm shooty kids. My god. Yeah. Anyway, I just saw that last night and I'm like, "Ooh, this is no good. This is no good at all." What if we give them all 20 grand more? Will they leave? I'm like, uh-oh, they're worried that the whole thing's about, the whole kit and caboodle's going under. That, and then there's, which I've, I've felt should be all, all along, there's like mortgage programs for those uh, in law enforcement yeah. and all that, that, that they should get a better rate just to be, you know, for the job that they do. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know what it would cost to get me to be a cop. And I'd love well, to go around this morning, arresting half of, people. Uh, well, yeah, half of what I mean, if it was the overnight, yeah, that's different. <laughs> Dealing with you were those out with ben? nocturnal lunatics. I was out with Ben from 11 a.m. till 11 p.m. And I'll never forget when we're dr- we were 11 on. 11 a.m. I thought. You oh were no, out I was overnight. 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. I've had a couple opportunities to do the overnight ones, but it's usually. No. And I uh, and and on Van Buren, he turns to me and he goes, "Just it was about five o'clock. It was November. It's about five o'clock." And he turns to me, he goes, "Just feel that." I'm like what? What happened? I'm looking around the car like something happened in the car. He goes, "You feel it." I'm like, what? Sun's down. 
the city just changed. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And he goes, wait till you see what we got coming up now. I'm like, really? He goes, it's a different animal at night. And then we start driving. Why'd you up. have me start at 11 a.m. then? Oh, the 11 a.m. was awesome. <laughs> the daytime was thrilling. Rustling up heroin addicts asleep at Pierce Park and like uh, uh, that car chase I was in. The daytime was awesome. Then the pimps were out. And the night pimps are wild. <laughs> Stuff that was going. He goes, it's a violent town. Daytime, not as much. At night, this is a violent town. And you know who does a good job of keeping that away from you? Us. And I'm like, that's true, because I didn't ever see Phoenix as like a messy, violent place. It is. We had fights. We, and it was like every few seconds, another thing would come up on the screen. Got another fight. Got another fight. Got a stabbing. Got a fight. Got this. I'm like, Jesus, is this? He goes, it's every day. He goes, but once that sun goes down, did you feel that? And he was messing with me, but I'm like, that's crazy. It was crazy. And the time we pulled over on that ride along at that bus stop, and there were about 12 people at the bus stop, and uh, he goes, watch this. And there was a couple of kids and the mom and dad and loads of just dudes standing there and pulls over at the bus stop. First thing you hear, oh, man, f*** you. What'd we do? We can come up harass? What'd we do, mother He goes, just ignore it. And I'm standing there in my street clothes like, what's going on? Goes into the back of his uh, trunk of his car, grabs little tiny teddy bears, two of them, takes them over to the kids at the bus stop. Meanwhile, the whole time the guys in the back are like, f*** you, man. We didn't do anything. I don't know why you're going to come up and bother us. And he gives it to the little guys, and he goes, I just want you to know cops aren't bad. Hopefully you had a nice day. And the mom starts like crying. She goes, that's so beautiful. Thank you. And the guys, mean, and the guys behind him, oh, he's just giving out a teddy bear. F*** you still, but that was nice. Take you later. Then he goes, it's just about an experience. These, a lot of these kids don't have quality experiences with the police as kids. Yep. And he goes, and that's why they grow up to be the guys that were yelling at me. I'm like, oh, that's insane. He was the best. That was the most eye-opening, incredible day ever. It was awesome. And after that day, I'm like, you don't get paid enough. And we didn't even face danger except for that car chase, which was outrageous. I felt like I was in this, on the, like the beginning of Hunter or something, like an old 80s TV show. We were flying around. <laughs> and then they'd call us up. Stop, stop the chase. And we'd slow down again. I'm like, I can't do it. And then pff, the guy would go by us. Uh, Pursuit. I'm within. Oh, get him. Get him. And would, just take off. And I nope, can't go through that area that fast. Just stop again. We had all the rules. The bad guy could do whatever he wanted. We had all the rules. Constantly being told, not this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. This dude's doing whatever he wants, trying to find out where he's going to end up. It was the best day. So I have all the admiration in the world for the police. I don't, 20 grand each, well worth it. Get some more good guys out there. That's what I want. John, the Phoenix PD needs to lower its standards, if you ask me. I'm not saying hire crackheads. But like me, I had a felony from 2002. It's the only thing on my record, but now I'm disqualified. I'd be a cop. What was your felony? Yeah, exactly. That's what you need. I want to know what your felony yeah. was. Oh, I killed a couple of people. Come on. That, that yeah. should make me more qualified. I lost my temper and I killed a guy. Well, yeah, it depends on your felony. Too many. They probably will lower their standards, and that's not a good thing. John, they're not all POSs. My son just started with DPS last year. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think that's a very small group of them are. Yeah. POSs for sure. But yeah, congrats, cops and new cops. See, we're hiring. Good. Maybe this will fill the <laughs> void. John, this is going to sound bad, but when I was in law enforcement, we didn't have the body cameras. So you could beat the crap out of a suspect. <laughs> you deserved it and not get sued. Nowadays, with everything being yeah. filmed, even though sometimes it may help you, 
I think it's yeah. much worse and actually makes cops much more unprotected. Well, I agree. But the dumb thing to me is like the cops are protected by the body cam sometimes. Like in Tempe when that dude jumped in to drown himself yes. and everybody jumped everybody all over him. They didn't do They're it. They still all got a over boat. Him. They just released new footage of another cop getting a boat. Right. And they're like, why didn't they include right. that in the first place? They yeah. took a beating for no Man, reason. Just, well, of course uh, they are. we had talked about it. Of course Even they are. Even a week later and, you know, it was, protesting. It's and, good video for the media and it's everything else. And people are like, oh, these cops didn't even jump into help and i'm like when you present the story like you did when we first talked about yeah, but it. it was them presenting it i don't understand why the tempe police didn't protect their guys better say oh no no no, these guys are not jumping in with all this equipment on first off they're not lifeguards second we went to go get the boat yeah let me just leave my equipment here and too. they got the boat yeah let me lay my guns and stuff yeah. down on the street here with cracky wife who's also by the way not jumping in to save her husband she's not doing anything to help nobody's mad at her well she's not trained oh really so, but then they went and got the boat, and now that's out. And this this lawyer was on TV going, "I don't know why they didn't include that the first time. They could have saved themselves a huge hassle because they were actually active in trying to get the guy out of the water. And what he was doing in there was weird. Yeah, I don't get it. Cops get a bad rap on everything, but they did it to themselves in that one. I don't get it. The world is all twisted up, crazy. But yeah, I do kind of miss the old days where you could rough up the suspect. We all like that in movies." And the cop gives the bad guy a little extra shoulder or a, a shot in the nose. Those were the fun days. You know, like when Lee Harvey Oswald, his pictures, like they didn't have him. He wasn't guilty yet. And he still might not be. I'm pretty sure he is. But the fact is when he was his mug shot, he's got a couple of black eyes. He fell down a couple of he times. He got his ass kicked. And we were all thrilled with the guy who tried to gun stab Dave Chappelle his That's pictures right. were great because justice was served backstage by Dave Chappelle, Jamie Foxx, all of Dave's friends. And Dave came out on stage and said, we just beat the s*** out of that guy. And good. Jump up on stage and do that to somebody. And you should get your, you should, your mugshot should be a bloody disaster. But, you know, good for you cops. I'm on, the, I'm on team cop. The good ones. There's always a couple of dickheads at every office. And out of the 481 new hires that they get, 50 of them will be uh, douchebags. Well, that's just the, that's humanity. Nothing good about that. See a cop today, say thank you. And watch how fast the relationship starts to change between people and police. It's true. And I know people have had bad experiences, and that's not cool either. But you can't blame all of them because that's what you're saying. You don't want to have them to you. Even when you're speeding, you know, that's the one I get from. I had a horrible experience. Yeah, I was speeding. Yeah, but, I did uh, the thing wrong. I was breaking the wall. The guy didn't have to be a dick. Yeah, he didn't, but he was. And so you just had to deal with a really uncomfortable teacher. What were you doing then? Remember you had bad teachers that I was always worried about the yelly teacher, the ones that didn't want to tolerate our crap. And they went off the handle all the time. Usually it was our fault that they were going off the handle, and we always blame them for being, you know, Loose cannons. But Growing was, up, the parent, you know, your parents would lean. You'd always favor the teacher. Oh, my parents always favored the teacher. I think they still would. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's a good thing. Brett's out there this morning. He's a he's a good he's one of the good guys. You can go out and see him. Drop that uh, water off with Brett. We'll chat with him in just a little bit. He's out at Safeway, Happy Valley Road, and I seventeen. It's rare we're up there. So if you guys are in the area and you want to help out or just do your part, that would be awesome, and it's real easy. We're trying to make it easy on you. We're bringing the trucks to you. Uh, donate a case of water to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission, and let's get this thing all loaded up. Toledo, what do you have on the big board of musical treats today? All right. 
can't. I'll say it's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. I got that right. new Shadow Cat pivot, which is outstanding. Uh, another buddy of mine just went down there and got his bike serviced, and uh, a couple people I talked to that just want uh, you know road bikes. I'm like, that's the only place to go. Action Ride Shop's the best. Uh, you get on over there for your bike needs. Plus, you can start thinking about you know other stuff if you want to get your brain wrapped around winter time. They still have all that other stuff in there. I know it's not on your brain right now, but they've got things for for when it gets nicer or when you can actually go. a good time to buy all that winter stuff. What's really fun is get yourself a bike rack that's quality. Slam it on the back of your car with your bikes and go someplace nice. Go to Flagstaff, Sholo, Payson, the White yeah. Mountains. Go somewhere else and Flagstaff ride your. Might have well, to wait maybe a yeah, bit. with a with a. You can get COVID, around the poop COVID fire. Mask. Yeah, yeah. You get masks you laying around. Yeah, go to the west side of the hill where the, the smoke's blowing the other way. Right. Someplace beautiful and ride your bike around. It's the best. I, I never realized how great that was until I, used to take, I started taking my bike to Sedona. You haven't seen Sedona till you've been on a bike. Oh, my God. Some of the trails that will take you back that you don't yeah. – oh, it is When we took awesome. those Tom cars those few times that we've been up there, that's the Flagstaff – That was Iowa. Sedona yeah. I like to see. Yeah. Oh, there's some stuff down on that Broken Arrow Trail that I take my Jeep on. And you don't see Sedona until you've been on a Jeep trail. Can you take a bike back there? No, no. You have to ride it from okay. a different spot. But you can take your bikes and ride where that ends up. Oh, okay. It's some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen. And then uh, there's Mescal Trail. There's so many great biking trails up in Sedona. Two hours away, weather's 20 degrees cooler, and you've got some unreal views. Gosh, and those guys know all about it. It's like being on a different planet. Yeah, go over to Action Ride Shop, ask them about the trails, and get out of town while it's so hot and miserable, and get up there and start doing some active stuff outside up north, because, man, it's gorgeous. Uh, what do you got? Uh, Justin's given us a couple of new ones. Electric Cowboy, we got the Moves, and Orden Organ. Never heard of them. Oh, that one. Uh, Heart Ogan. of the Android. Orden Organ. Necrogoblicon. This uh, Bra- uh, Bradley good stuff puts this one in for you know every now and then. Disturb the game. Tupac for his, what would be his fifty first birthday. <laughs> it's Tupac's fifty first yeah. today. Uh, for the father discussion, ugly kid Joe, no, cats in the dinner. cradle. Everclear father of mine. Edge Crusher with Fear Factory. Oh, Edge Crusher's the winner. All right, you can't not play that. There I love go. that song. And uh, Lady J has chimed in with ACDC. Girls got rhythm. I assume that's for something that. Uh, what'd she do last night? Know, something dirty. Tell you what, man. <laughs> There's new limp biscuit. Tell you what, man. You get yourself uh, a girl with some rhythm and put that song on. Yeah. Last night I was scissoring with a chick who could keep time, man. Girls got rhythm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's how Lady J rolls. You know, bouncing clams off a chick who can dance, man. <laughs> I'm not it's playing that. Best. I don't know what you're doing, Jay. Girl's got rhythm. What's that for? Oh, it's her and Alicia. That's for both of them. So they both, they're, they're celebrating something I don't want to know about. I mean, Edge Crusher works too, man, because I crushed every edge of that thing, man. All right. Standing on the precipice of greatness. Knock one of you with me. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.